You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome back to the UCL Fantasy Podcast by Fantasy Football Community. The Menage a Trois are back in 2024. As we approach Match Day 7, we're going to be answering your questions from Twitter. We're going to be looking at the rules for the knockout stages. And we're going to be doing loads more, probably mocking Lewis as usual. Let's get going. Hello, gentlemen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Edward. Happy Bit New of a Year. strange one, seeing as it's already already February. Did you both have a yeah. have a good time? Lewis, did you have a good uh, Christmas and New Year? You were just ex- complaining about your children again, but uh, how did it go? Yeah, I had a corkscrew. The missus actually was saying I knew where she was and I have kids. So, yeah, it was a bit of a mad one. Okay, you sound like a broken man, Lewis. I'm, I'm <laughs> having children around. Christmas broke me. Christmas is one of those years. Christmas is one of those times of year that everyone looks forward to. But in reality, when you've got kids and it's like midday, you're like, just please end this now. How, how, um, what, yeah, gosh, that's depressing. Lewis, how old are yeah. your children? Uh, five, seven, and 12. Isn't that like the magic of Christmas? You know, isn't that the perfect time? Oh, it's great in the morning. But mm. as soon as you hit midday, it's like, right, that's it. I've had enough. Yeah. yeah also, you've, it's... Got, you've got three children, Lewis. I didn't, I didn't think you had three children. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, one of them's my own. And then two kind of I've took on, basically. We need to add this, edit this whole intro out. <laughs> this <laughs> isn't, yeah, this isn't some sort of, you know, family like counseling a... session or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this Let's move really? on. Welcome to Samaritans by yeah, Fantasy Exactly. Lewis, Lewis is already, the, the quote's already, Lewis wants to end it all. Uh, his, <laughs> his, his, right, let's crack on. Dan, how was your Christmas in the year? Mine was great. Let's just get that over and done. Let's start talking about UCL oh, Fantasy Football. Was how was yours? Fine. Was it, it was mine good? Was fine. I don't have kids. I had a good time. Spent with my family. Got drunk throughout December. Did dry January without trying and 
yeah, everything's good. Everything's fine on my end. <laughs> good. Well, everything is fine on your end, Dan, apart from your UCL fantasy team that we'll talk about later. Um, Ooh, first terrible. of all, let's do a little mini league update because obviously this is our first podcast since about December the 15th or something. Let's just say, because we didn't do a podcast at the after match day six. So let's give you a little shout out to Golden FC, who is top of our mini league. Uh, 507 points. He got 87 points. He or she, I don't know. 87 points in match day six. And guess where they are in the world, gents? They are fourth. You didn't give us a chance to guess? Sorry, sorry. But that, that's incredible, isn't it? Fourth. And guess who... Okay, here you go. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, do something else then. Guess who he captained to, to rock it up to fourth? Galino. Galino. Yes, Galino. 44 points he captained him for. So fair play. That is a bold move. And in second place is Sir Bruno Fernandez. Uh, it's the team name. And the chap is called Ali Mahmoud. He got 103 points in match day six. Again, Captain Galeno. Had Hosselu up front for 13 points. What a pick. What? <laughs> Ex Newcastle United and Stoke striker uh, Hosselu. <laughs> And then in third place is Onrundi 1907 with 494 points, 29th overall. And again, had Galeno. I think this is a theme. If you did well, you had Galeno, <coughs> like me. Uh, and Osserman captain for 12 points. But anyway, so that's good. In our own league, gents. Well, do you want to try and guess who's top? Uh, you know, go on. I, I ruined the guess before. Anyone want to try and guess? Is it me? Dan. It's not Dan. <laughs> second guess? Me? Is it Lewis? No, it's not. It's me. It's me. It's no, it's me. Not. It is. Nah, Can you believe it? I don't believe you for a second. In, in match day six, um, Dan, you... Who is, who is managing your team? I know. It's weird, isn't it? Dan, in match day six, you got 49 points for a total of 348. Uh, you can talk about uh, your match day six in a minute. Lewis got 41. He's on 403. And I got 69 with Galeno in my midfield. A total of 443. And I am... Currently, 3,200th in the world, so I'm very pleased with that. Uh, nice space to be in as the knockouts uh, have come around. Dan, have you? Uh, do you want to talk about your team? I mean, you had a decent match day six. You had, uh, well, you can talk about it. How, how did it go? Um, it was fine. Um, I, I did better than Lewis, and that's probably the only positive I, I could say. Very hit and miss. I think my, my team did like... Fine. Sommer got six points. Munoz, the Sociedad fullback, got me six points. Di Lorenzo got seven. Kawarashelia uh, got four. Bellingham got four. Ossiemen and Kane got six points apiece. Then you had like the slightly better than Blanken. Uh, Aguila, who I brought in, and I'm pretty confident they scored. They conceded really late on. It's so long ago. I can't quite remember when the goals went in, but mm. he was on for... He was on for a haul, and he was 3.9 or 4 million or something like that, Ruben Aguiar. I remember you saying, that. I think it was 3.9, wasn't it? I remember you saying... Uh, you know, 3.8, wow. 3.8 million. And I'm, I kind of quite remember, but I'm sure it was like a last-minute goal that they conceded and then the to Sevilla, and then they, then they scored again anyway to win the game, and I was raging. Um, I brought in Where you're as you can say, your, your, your game week, you, you obviously got Kane six points there, Osman six points, and then Morata, your captain that you ended on, on two points. One point, yeah, one double point, to two. Crikey. One point, double to two. And it's because he didn't, start, he didn't start the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, one of the killers was I brought in Gonchalves for um, Copenhagen. Went for the risk. Obviously, the one one nil. 
but it was uh, Laraga who got the goal. He got red carded in the end as well, to be fair. So I don't think there was many points lost on that one. But that yeah. was a bit bit frustrating. So yeah, there was some frustrations, but overall bang average, I think. For, you yeah, know, Lewis, do you want to do you want to tell us about your slightly underwhelming uh, week? God, he was so bad. Like March day four and five were really good because that was when I wild card. I got eighty nine and eighty one, and I think from that point I was like, right, okay, I'm back on track now. I know, we remember, we listened. You were like, oh, we're back on track, kind of thrash you, Ed, yada, yada, yada. And then, uh, and then this happened. So go on, talk yeah, to us about hell. it. I didn't, I didn't expect Is this related to why you wanted to end it all over Christmas? Or is it unrelated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so pretty much, I was, I was pretty heavily reliant on Feyenoord against Celtic. I think I was picking up their assets. I had three in my team. I had, um, obviously, Stangs, Hartman, and, and Jimenez. And Jimenez ended up being my captain. I was probably lucky that he got an assist um, towards the end, but I suppose I had Morata as well. He got one point. He, you know, he only, he only played 27 minutes. Cancelo, he, well, they lost to Antwerp, didn't they? Barcelona 3-2, yeah. so, which was a, a bit of a shock. Um, Jan Sommer got me six points. Uh, Xavi Simons, one point. I think it was against Young Boys as well, so mm. just a lot of disappointment, really. And, um, yeah, it, it just didn't go well at all and pretty much left me around 38k. So it's going to be tough to gain rank at this point. And I don't, and I don't just mean it usually is. I'm saying it's because the template is so, it's going to be rock solid strong going into the, going into the next round. Well, what we're gonna what we're gonna do is uh, after this, we will um, uh, just clarify what the rules are uh, on 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 for for the knockout stages. Obviously, we're in a different stage of the game now, and we will uh, answer questions from Twitter. Uh, and then in the next episode, released probably tomorrow, if you're if you're listening to this on Sunday evening, I'll be released on Monday. Uh, we will release our show our teams and talk about match by match and that sort of thing. But just to go on my team that's winning. Uh, if you if you didn't know, um, so I I got sixty. What did I get? Sixty something points. Uh, mainly because I had Galeno that I left in. Uh, everyone said he was going to be injured. He wasn't going to play. I left him in, uh, and he got twenty two points, which is good. I had Kane, Osman, and Bappe up front. I did captain Mbappe as a sort of um, emotional insurance because I was at the Newcastle game against Milan, and I thought, right, we need. I can't remember what we needed. What do we need? I can't remember. We went out basically. I've, I've kind of, you know, put that to the back of my mind, but Mbappe captain two points, doubled to four. So it could have been a lot better. I had Di Lorenzo, like a lot of people, seven points. I had Kim for Bayern who got me eight and he's been a great buy since I got him on wildcard in like match day three or something. Uh, Cause his ball recoveries, I think he's got the second most ball recoveries in the game after Matt Hummel, Hummels. I think that's right. Mm. Summer in goal, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so I'm winning, but guys, it's a fresh start. Anything can happen in the knockouts. Um, so it's still all to play for, I'm sure. We are going to now um, clarify the rules. So I thought the way we do this, Lewis and Dan, if it's okay, is I haven't looked at the rules. I've played this game a few times, but I always forget what the actual rules are. So I'm going to guess, and can you correct me if I'm wrong? Okay. I think, first of all, we've got unlimited transfers now until the deadline on Tuesday, correct? Correct. Then we get how many transfers? In fact, uh, just tell me. I, I don't actually know. So between legs, you get three transfers that yeah. cannot roll over. And then between rounds, you get five transfers that cannot roll over. Okay, so that's gone up. And and I, I'm all right in thinking as well, you can now choose four players from the same team. Correct. Yes. Right. Second. As each round, as each round progresses, you will get more. So you get 
four now, then five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Right. Great. And when we're setting up our team for match day seven, which fixtures, Lewis, you can answer this, are we actually looking at that are going to be, you know, active in this before we can make changes again, sort of thing, before we can make transfers again? Because it's, it's a bit different now, isn't it? It's, it's not over one week, it's over two weeks or something. How does it work? Oh, that, is that the same as a group stage? Tell me how it works. I'm confused, clearly. Yeah, I'm not fully understanding the question, but I think it's pretty much the same as a group stage. Is it done? <laughs> I honestly have no idea what Ed's rambling. I, 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 I don't. I don't really know. I, <laughs> sorry, I, I suppose I I'm saying it's the. Sorry, I think this is what I'm saying. We set up the team for all the first legs, don't we? And then we can make transfers, and then the second legs are different. Yes. So there's um. Get me. Yes. So yes. we're setting up for this Tuesday and Wednesday, and next Tuesday and Wednesday, like the group stage, and then oh, we can make okay. transfers. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you now. Yeah. So the this March day is split across two weeks. Um, so you've obviously got the Tuesday, the Wednesday, and then the Tuesday, Wednesday after that. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Got you. And then we can make transfers before the second legs of those same fixtures that are then reversed. Yeah. yeah. Got you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm just, I think I'm just an idiot. Everyone else is going, yeah, of course. So anyway, clar clarification for me. So are those the only changes or is there anything else we need to point out for anyone uh, playing this game? You get a higher budget. So yeah, although budget. obviously you can buy and sell, obviously or sell predominantly, to get more money because you should hopefully have got some team value that you get 5 million extra or whatever, whatever it is that you would have sold everyone for, you get 5 million extra. So that's essentially 105 million as your base balance. Brilliant. Uh, and what's yeah. a good team value? I think I looked, I think I had 106.8 total now. Is that, is that, is that a lot? Have you looked at what yours is? Actually not looked at like 100, 107. Uh, 107.5 or something like that. Right. Uh, but I am beating you, so that's okay. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have last budget and be beating you. Um, one more one more um, rule change kind of that needs kind of, that probably needs addressing that is, is the fact that because there is now four different days in a March day, it also means that you can captain four different players. Um, yes. That being quite quite the big change from the previous rounds is, is, is the, uh, the fact that you get four captaincies. And what does that mean practically? Just, just there's more chances of you getting one right, or does it mean you start? You can start. Well, I think in the past it's meant for me that I can start, like the first captaincy pick, I can go a bit rogue and take a risk potentially to get, hit something like yeah. get lucky, and then you've got more chances to correct that down the line. As suppose yeah. people play it differently, don't they? Yeah, yeah. You've got. It more means that you're going to want a captaincy choice from all every night, basically. Okay. So yeah. if you've got if. There's been questions about, oh, which of these four or five strikers should I get? I'm only allowed three. Well, look at the fixtures. You instantly want um, three that are playing on different nights, really. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, anything else, Lewis? Or is that is that all the, uh, or Dan, is that is that all the rules that, that change? The rest of it's just the same, yeah? Nothing else changes in terms of points or anything like that? Yeah, well, the one thing that I just want to remind people of is if you have a wild card left, because some people might, everything's oh, yeah. a bit blind at the minute in terms of the progression. But once the round of 16 have been played, the next draw draws the like both brackets. So uh, you'll see yeah. everything from the quarters, semis to the final, about who can play each other. So that's usually a good time to play. Um wild cards then and you can just go completely gung-ho with the fixtures for the round of 16 it's worth 
remembering that sometimes it's about still picking players with a bit of longevity who you think can go far, not just who necessarily got the easiest fixture now. So it all depends on your own current situation. But um, obviously, we can get to more specific tactics on that when we get to the quarters. Very good. Um, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to do some questions that you have uh, provided us from Twitter. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. So thank you very much for your t- questions on uh, Twitter. If you want to follow us on Twitter or X, by the way, uh, at Fantasy UCL Pod, and we usually put out, we try and remember to put out um, a, a tweet, an X, an X. What's it called? A tweet? An X? A post. A post. A post. Like, a post. Okay, we try to put out a post uh, that people can comment on with their questions. So let's go through uh, uh, a couple. Um, the first two are, when is this out? When is the big reveal? When will this be available? So I'll skip that. Uh, FPL Rossoneri Nick says this. So I'll come to you with this, Lewis, first, if that's all right. Outside of the obvious template picks, who is the one player that you guys think will go absolutely mental in match day seven? Ownership should be less than 15%. So basically, a differential that's going to go mad. Have you got? Have you got one in mind, Lewis? I've got. I've actually got one in mind. Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, I think firstly, firstly, it's it's probably worth like noting the fact of, of what we call a differential because differential it, it can be it can be quite um, misleading because a differential. Yeah, we're going to you know we look at it as below ten percent ownership, but when in reality, amongst top players, you know. That, that differential could be owned by quite a lot around you. So you have to be careful of that. Um, in terms of an actual differential, and one player who is definitely going to go under the radar is Fulkrig from Dortmund. Now, if you look at that third day on your schedule, you'll notice there's a huge lack of captaincy options on that day. Um, you've got PSV versus Dortmund, and you've got Inter versus Atletico. I don't particularly have a standout captaincy option there. So I think if you're going to go for someone, it could be full crew. Now I think he's 0% owned or something. And I seriously doubt he'll, some of the top players will go for him as well, but he, he is on penalties and he is probably the most reliable um, attacker in terms of the minutes. And he's also in probably the better form. And I know him, I know Marlin's in, in some good form at the moment as well, but I'm probably going to back full Krug there. So you've got a potential differential. I think, um, yeah, I think I read he's got five goals and two assists in his last five games actually earlier. So, yeah, no, yeah. that's good. Have you got one, Dan? Annoyingly, it was full crew because we spoke about, about him today in one of the groups. Um, there was a big debate about strikers and Luke de Jong, and it's the exact simultaneous simultaneously myself and (laughs) the person that asked this question funnily enough Nick Mm -hmm. um, said that we'd rather have Donny Marlin or Nicholas Fulkrug Mm. Uh, Dan Dan de Jong Dan de Jong so he was going to be my choice 
Um, however, I'll change. Well, I've got another answer to. I've, I've I had a look just before I jumped on at the yeah, different on. questions, so I could be prepared. So I've got another answer that I don't want to give because it's an answer to another question. Okay, um, let's leave that. I, 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 I'll answer then. What I'll uh, say just... is, I'll, I'd say Baronetia still because I still mm. think you'll be. You love that guy. <laughs> well, I just think I'm probably going to need the money, and I think Paris are a bit. I don't know. It's hard because Sociedad haven't been very good since January. I'm sure yeah. we'll get into it, but he's cheap. Cool. A couple jump to mind that, that could be options or could become good options uh, and basically will be 0% owned. One is Ian Martson or whatever at Dortmund, who's who's playing that, loads for Dortmund. That's the player I was going to mention. But he's an answer to how do we think the new signings are going to get on? That was one question. And one of the other yeah. questions is defenders four and a half million. Yeah, would you yeah. he was one of okay. mine. Yeah. Well, okay. Another one that's going to be an answer to another question is whatever that right back for Liverpool's called, who now Trent's injured for two months or whatever. Um, Bradley, is it? They don't play in the Champions League. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well done, Ed. Guys, guys, I'm beating you both. How embarrassing <laughs> is this for you? <laughs> Oh my God, this is going to be his answer. Look, it just shows, look, there's, there's been oh, that gosh. question about fantasy games. Is it luck or is it skill? And Ed, you are firmly Definitely luck. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. Right, next question. Let's move on. I might edit that out depending on how I'm feeling. Dr. Walid Kokar. Right, mate, guys, this is a doctor, so pay attention. Um, top three defence choices from Real Madrid. Real Madrid. So he wants three choices, all from Real Madrid, excluding injured players. So, I, th- I know we know Rudiger's out. Do we? Do we know any anything else, Lewis or Dan? Their team the other night was absolutely mental. Their back. It's a sham- shambles. It right. was Mendy at left back, Carvajal at centre back, Chuamani at centre back, and Vasquez at right back with Lunin in goal. So I don't think there are. I think there's only four defensive choices you could pick anyway. Um, so top three sounds a bit wild, but I suppose it would be Vasquez, Mendy, and Carvajal. But they they don't feel like good picks. Is Lewis? I'll I'll come to you and just morph the question slightly. Is Lunin going to continue playing? Yeah, I think Real Madrid aren't happy with Courtois. Uh, not Courtois, sorry. Um, Kappa. Kappa. I think he's yeah. He's going to. I think he's going to return to Chelsea. Um, regrettably, <laughs> but as a Chelsea fan, but yeah, so he's going to return. So I think Lunin's, um, I think he's going to be the first choice, and I think Courtois quite a while, um, away from being yeah. fully fit. So I think for me, you know, it's, we're talking about standouts. He's what is he? Is he four point four point seven? Four point five? Four point seven? Four point seven? I just think Real Madrid. They're 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 one of those type of teams you can't really predict in terms of clean sheets, which which can be a good and bad thing. I think if you're gonna kind of back them, and and which you're probably gonna want to, in 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 some way, I think buying the keeper is is fine. You know he's he's a he's budget budget priced. I think mm. yeah, I think you go with Luna. I wouldn't be paying five plus for the likes of Carvajal and. and yeah, I know Vazquez is 4.5 million. He started the last three, but he just feels too risky. Yeah. Um, right, thanks for that. Okay, next question from at Spursy Fantasy. Uh, thoughts on some January signings like Martson, Sancho, Vermeer, and Geraldo Becker, etc. 
So, Dan, have you got some thoughts on these players? Is this one of the questions that you had thoughts on? Yeah, Geraldo Becker um, hasn't, I think he's only played a couple of times for Sociedad, but they've not scored in four games. I so didn't even know that. Was, I thought that was two names. So that shows where yeah. I'm at. <laughs> I thought it was Geraldo so, and Becker. Geraldo <laughs> Becker's actually injured, I think. Is he? Oh. There you go. But you two are just a bunch of nerds, aren't you? But carry on. Not as not been great going forward. Um, Matson again answer a question later on down the line. I think he's going to be a really good pick. He's played consistently at left back over the last few games. Dortmund have been keeping clean sheets. They're looking good. And Ed, we sort of seen them firsthand how good they were in the Champions League. They were such a surprise. They really, really did well against us and. I, I think that they, they're going to be... It looked favorite. very solid in both times we played yeah. them. They looked very solid, yeah. I mean, he's, he's he's been nominated for the Rookie of the Month award or whatever it is that they do in Bundesliga. I think yeah. So Quality. What were, the, started well. what, what were the other names? Oh, Sancho. I've Sancho Vermeeren. Sancho Vermeeren. I've not seen enough of Sancho. And nah, I don't I don't think Vermeeren's even playing for Atletico Madrid. Okay. Well, Sancho, didn't he... I mean, he's 7 million in the game, I think. He... He got an assist on like his first first um, appearance back at Dortmund, didn't he? Which was quite, Ooh, kind of yeah. went 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 semi viral because obviously he was so poor at Man United. But I haven't seen he's done much since. I think he was on the bench again the other day. Um, yeah, so... he's, I don't think he's done much. And it's he a... would be a punt, wouldn't he? Yeah, it's congested that midfield area when you think you've got Royce and you've got um, Julian Brandt, who I think's yeah. coming back from injury. He came off the bench yesterday, so. The... I don't. I just don't think he's nailed on to play Jaden Sancho. Okay, well there you go. That answers that Spursy fantasy. Thank you for your question. Next is at Agrophobiac four twenty. Who is the best four point five million or less defender to go for? You've mentioned Ian Martson, who is four point. Yeah. Is he four point oh or is he four point five? Four point five. Okay, well there you go, uh, Lewis. If you've got anyone uh, for uh, to answer this question. It's just just to put an emphasis on Ian Matson. That's all. Obviously, you, Dan, you've already covered well that that Dortmund um, they did impress in the in the group stages. I think they kept three clean sheets, which in that group is is pretty good. They also, I think, they've kept four clean sheets in the last five games. Ian Matson started every match. He's picked up two assists, Matson, as well in those five games. So he's he has got um, attacking potential. He's a bit of a, a yellow card collector, though. I think he picked up three three yellow cards in those same five games. But um, I think he's great. He's got to be top of the list, um, Matson, in terms of 4.5 budget options. I think another one to watch is Nathan Aki. We get the lineups for that Manchester City game. Now, the the, the back line rotated quite a lot through the group stages. Um, other than Rico Lewis, who I don't want to include in this because he's 4.9, he's closer to five. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of stick with Aki because I think if he starts... He could be a really good option at four point. I think he's four point four, four point. Well, he, he started cheaper? something like the last twelve Premier League games and played all ninety minutes. I think so. He's a bit of a funny one. I I worry he's about to get benched. Were you going to say something, Dan? You looked. Uh... I was just going to say, yeah, I think he's four point five. Um, I had a look at him earlier and I was like, oh, he's still that low, is he? But um, yeah. It's tough for Pep. I think he'll play his strongest team in the Champions League and I don't really see him rotating much in the Champions League. So whatever it is for that opener against Copenhagen, I think is likely to be it throughout unless they win five or six. 
and it's safe, then he'll go full rotation and draw the second leg nil nil. I'm sure they did that against Sporting a couple of seasons ago. They won five nil away and then drew nil nil at home because they just rested everyone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I could see something like that happening. Um, Probably the issue with the the issue with the defenders is is that the the, the teams that are likely to keep clean sheets have quite expensive defenders, don't they? Yeah, that's that is a, a, obviously a massive issue, and some of like like we say, some of the players are now rotation risks because a lot of people that we've been playing have been playing because other players were injured, and now those players are back. Um, I think a prime example, although he's not, he's point one more than four point five million. He's four point six. Darmian, hmm. he. He's been playing a lot. Be I think it'd be a really good pick against Atletico Madrid. But Pavard's now back. In Pavard, from what I've seen, looks absolutely brilliant at that right centre back role, which is where Darmian would fill in um when Pavard was injured. But now that Dumfries came back at the weekend, we're back to is it Dumfries or is it Darmian at right wing back? And that's a bit of a shame. Because mm, you can't be hundred percent sure. Because yeah, just don't know. You can't guess Simeone at the best of times. Sorry, Simeone and Zaghi. I always call him by his first name. Um, yeah, you can't... Particularly confusing when they're playing Atletico Madrid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're just unsure about which one is actually going to is gonna play between them. It is, I it, think for one, Marco might be nailed. But again, he's way more expensive. It's worth mentioning that, obviously, into the last few games, I've had really, really tough matches. So, if you look at their last... Three games, for example, they've had Roma, Juventus, and Fiorentina, which I would I would say are all pretty tough matches in Serie A. Damian started all of them at right wing back, and if if you if you have a look, Dumfries has actually been fit. He's been on the bench for all of those games. In fact, yeah. So, you you if you if you're thinking if you're trying to put kind of yourself into Inzaghi's head at the moment, he's just won all of these games playing Darmian at right wing back. He's coming up against an Atletico who are really attacking and, and probably similar to these kind of other teams that we've got, you know, te- teams that are capable of scoring goals. Then I could I could see Darmian playing that game. What about um a Cherby 4.6? Yeah, a Cherby's another another nice shout, isn't he? I think the issue with the centre backs is there's just, just so many and they're in and out, aren't they? I think he picked up an injury last March, so that could be worth oh, ignoring. Um, I got Damian's yeah, price. I got Damian's price wrong as well. It was a Cherby that was four point six. Damian's four point three. Yeah, I, I think that's if he's going to start. Yeah. Then if he's going to play, then I just feel like he is such a good pick. Four point three million for an in there, and also yeah. he might get subbed off after an hour. Clean sheet lock, well, and also, tough. also Morata is injured. He, he got injured tonight and it looks like a knee injury. So if you, you're kind of negating a lot of a lot of that threat there, aren't you, from Atletico uh, taking mm. out Morata? Yeah. Um, great. Let's move on to the last question. Um, rank these strikers. This is from at a genius and then a bunch of numbers. Rank these strikers from best to worst picks for this match day. Uh, just do it off the top of your head, but it's the obvious ones. Haaland, Kane, Mbappe and Vinicius Jr. So which three, I suppose, would would, would you pick? Uh, Lewis first. I'm going to put I'm going to put Kane first um, because he's plays on the first day. We know he's fit. He's a standout captaincy option. 
Um, Kane doesn't just... play on the first day, Yeah, does he? Kane plays on the second Sorry, day. Not Kane, Harland. Yeah. Ah. So all of that just Harland. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's back from form. He plays, he's playing for an informed team. And it's quite tough between Vinicius Jr. and, and Harry Kane. I'd probably give it to Harry Kane because of penalties. Um, because obviously Vinny's just lost Bellingham. So a lot of the, a lot of that kind of attack has pretty much decreased, like in terms of like how sure I am Real Madrid are going to score goals. And I think although Bayern were like dispatched by Leverkusen recently, I, I do think that the Champions League is kind of their, it's kind of like their bread and butter, isn't it? And I think they've got a really nice fixture as well. I know they're away from home, but Lazio are conceding against better teams, especially in Syria. So I, yeah, I think I'm going to go for um, Haaland, Kane, and then Vinny on that one. What about you, Dan? Any love for Mbappe? I mean, he's in great form. He's got a home game first, I think. Yeah, so this is it. So I think Haaland's absolutely the number one pick. Of course he is. Um, and then weirdly enough, I'd go with Vinicius Jr. as third out of that. And it's just because I think Real Madrid are the best team and Leipzig a bit like mush defensively. Um Whereas Lazio at home are a good defensive team and Bayern look a bit at odds with each other at the minute. They don't look like a good team at the minute, Bayern Munich. So who are you putting fourth, sorry? So wait, wait there a minute. And then Paris Saint-Germain against Sociedad. Sociedad aren't playing as well, but they're also, except for this week, they, won one, they lost 1-0, but they kept three clean sheets in a row before that. And Paris couldn't beat Newcastle. <laughs> so, what's, what's worth mentioning, sorry, Dan, just to kind of interrupt, is that Mbappe has been injured recently. So he, I don't think he played at all on the weekend. Fully rested. Yeah, so he, that is definitely one to kind of keep an eye on. So, yeah, I'd go for... The, the thing is, you don't want... I think this is probably one of the, the, like the crux of the question, really. You don't want Mbappe and Kane because they play on the same night. And you can only captain one of them. That, that That's it for me. And it's up to you whether you want to go for the same logic between Vinicius Jr. and Haaland because they play on the same night. But that being said, I just think Vinicius Jr. plays an attacking team. Even though Drew Bellingham's gone, I think that's a lot of his threat diminished as well. They're still playing against Leipzig who aren't very good defensively. So it's it's up to it's it's up to you how many cap, like striker captains you want basically, or whether you're going to move into the likes of midfield because you could go for full Krug from Dortmund and then you've got Haaland, Kane, or Mbappe. Then full Krug is three forward captains, and then you've still got players like Saka on the last day. Yeah. So uh, that's probably how you want to think of it: is who are you captaining on on all of these days? There we go. Thank you very much, Dan. Anything to add, Lewis? No, no, Dan nailed it. Great. Right, we are going to be back with another episode looking at our teams and talking about each match and injuries and all the other questions that we haven't addressed today. Well, that will come out tomorrow. So see you then and uh, good luck planning.
Social Podcast Network.